What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And I'm way too excited in this intro. Let's go. Uh, we are on episode 93, where we're going to be talking about the consequences of E3 being canceled. But first, we've got some segments for you. That's It's here. It's time to record. Yeah. Yeah. Liz, how you doing? I am okay. Why just okay? Because I have asthma. Yeah. I have allergies and asthma, and I've been taking the same medication for it for five years. Just about, yeah. For five years, and I am not on one of them because I can't get access to it. And I can't breathe because of asthma, which means I can't go outside because then I can't breathe because pollen and stuff. You should really see behind the scenes right now. I know. I want to take a picture of it. Yeah. It's just like um, we made some temporary fixes uh, for the podcast because I just there's just too much echo in this room. This room is probably the worst place um to to do a podcast but it's the only place we can do in our in our current situation i'm not going to show it i'm going to post it on social media so you guys have to yeah have to go on our social media pages to find it <laughs> but yeah it's um it, it it's it's just a bunch of blankets and like sound blankets foam. and foam <laughs> and shelves with things draped on them it yeah. is just beautiful we are hoping to move it to a better place in the house yeah not I, today, though. I have a plan to do it, but mm-hmm. it it will cost some money. <laughs> Want to send us some money? We don't have a Patreon. Um, no, just to let don't. you know. Um, but yeah, so it's going to cost some money, and I've got a job to uh, progress that. But for now, we're just. Oh my goodness! I'm just looking at this it's like just, why? It's like just so crowded in here now. I can't even access behind my camera. I have to stand on the side of the camera. Yeah. To do it. But so, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, we're on a main road, so we already got the the road going past mm-hmm. us, and um, we have high ceilings, and I'm just like, this is just the worst podcast studio in the world. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. The ones we had in our old house, like remember how hot it was in that room oh, upstairs? Yeah. yeah, that was funny. That was that was bad. Yeah, and then the the First part of the basement mm-hmm. in the cement room, that was bad. Yeah. The cement room was like a battle. That room was an echo battle. Mm-hmm. The other room was a heat battle. <laughs> then we found the other room and that was not bad. Yeah. We just we just stumbled upon it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're doing the best we can to make it a fantastic show for our listeners, including... My voice, your voice sounds fantastic on these mics. I just have that perfect voice. I guess so. Though I'm pro- though I'm almost positive you can all hear me breathing now, and I apologize if you can hear me breathing because talking mm-hmm. is a lot of breath for me right now. <laughs> no, yeah, like my voice, it's just like... Your voice is very booming and echoey, so it takes a lot to get it in that right spot. Yeah, I keep messing with the settings, and I know I do. A lot. 
Um, but that's only because um, uh, because I always fluctuate my voice. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I talk normal and I have a lower voice, and then sometimes I'm up here. When you get excited, you go all the way up here and you talk really loud and high, and it makes things complicated. It does. Whereas I am pretty, unless I get passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we can go into our show. I believe. I think so. Right. You 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 do your thing in post and make me sound pretty. Okay, dear. Yeah. I don't even listen to my voice when I'm editing. Like I don't care. But it's like I focus on how he sounds in the podcast. I'm like, oh well, if he sounds okay. Then I sound fine. I can't focus on both of us. No, yeah, because like for some reason. Now, la- last bit of thing before we get into our show, um, I just noticed like as soon as we got these mics. I, by the way, fantastic mics. The Rode Procasters, yes, love them. Great mics, best mics we've had so far. But like your voice sounds, I sound so, wonderful. You sound so natural, and I always have the same settings as you do, yeah. and I'm like. Why? This is the first mic that we had that I feel like when I listen to it, I sound the way I sound in my head. Yeah. And then like for me, I'm just like, what's wrong? <laughs> like, um, I don't oh, know. You sound like you to me. Oh, just annoying. Like the way I hear it. I don't know how you sound in your head, but when I'm listening to it, you sound the way you sound when I hear you. I sound like Hercules in my head. Okay. Well, yeah, that's not like right. I actually look in the mirror and I see, um, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I bet you do. I do. Can you smell what the Adam's cooking? No. Well, usually because you. Oh, I do the cooking. Spices. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's. I get don't s- cook. Let's get started. Um. Uh. But yeah, so we have some segments for you. We're gonna go into movie minutes in a segment, but first. Let's just talk about our social media pages. Uh, we just want to remind everybody that we're on social media. We're on Twitter at Gaming Groceries. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word. Just to let you know, you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. And you can also see my Instagram, Journey First Productions. Journey First Productions. She's on Instagram there. Um, and definitely check us out on Facebook. Uh, we're, we have a website, gamesandgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the episodes from the website, as well as find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the web of the podcast. I need to get that right on some week. Let's go, One of Adam. these days. Uh, and finally, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, definitely click that subscribe button and a notification bell so that you know when all these podcasts come out, as well as our Saturday videos. We just released one uh, this past Saturday, and it was about why Life is Strange is so good. And I'm very proud of it. Yeah, it's it's good. I really like it. I like it better than the coffee episode. I'm very proud of this video. So if you haven't yet, check it out or you know, go in this little link card right up here if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, so definitely click that subscribe button. Give it a like and a share. If you do enjoy the episode, you get to the end, you really liked it, definitely hit that like and share with a friend. Uh, with all that said and done, let's go into our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or in theaters. And we like to rate it and recommend it or don't recommend it. Um, I feel like we've been doing a lot of streaming, like streaming movies rather yeah. than going theaters. Um, it's not that amazing of things in the theaters right now. No, there's not. And plus, I, I don't like going to the theaters. Like, I don't. like. I love going to movie it, theaters. Well, like, the thing is, is that it's kind of like a roll of the dice for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know who's going to come in. Yeah, but now that we've moved. Who's going to be a jerk? Now that we've moved back to Pennsylvania, though. True. Like, in New York, you're almost sure fired to get someone obnoxious in the theater. Mm -hmm. At least one, if not multiple. 
Whereas here, very rarely is it full. Yeah. And very rarely is there someone that obnoxious. Yeah. There are very few obnoxious people in general in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just weird for me. I, I don't like going to the theater a lot. Uh, I like the movies that come out in theaters. Yeah. But yeah. So and plus, you know, with the current state of things right now. Um, yeah. You can expect more streaming for a while. Yeah. So but, you know, we streamed this movie from Hulu. Uh, this is exclusively on Hulu. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a movie that stars Elle Fanning uh, called Teen Spirit. And she also plays a character named Violet. Again. Again. We we, we did um, all the bright places where Elle Fanning was named Violet. Now Teen Spirit is named Violet. Yeah. So, Liz, opening thoughts. I liked it. Why? I wanted to see this movie when I first saw the trailers for it. Yeah. But I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember wanting to see it because I love the song Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Wow. But then I found out that song wasn't even in the movie. Then that kind of bothered me. <laughs> like, that really bothers me. Yes. Yeah, it's it's not- and, and the fact that it's a movie about music, you couldn't have just thrown it in there. And that's the thing. Like, this isn't really a spoiler because it's in the title. Teen Spirit is the uh, contest, almost like American Idol. Yeah. Where it's like Teen Spirit is like the competition that she enters. Yeah. You could have named it anything else. Yeah, you literally could have named it anything you know they chose teen spirit you could have put the song in there somewhere could have put it in the credits Mm -hmm. she could have sang it like you could have done anything and you didn't even bother to put the song in there yeah that bothered me i feel like that's part of why i rated it the what what i rated it (laughs) but overall i enjoyed the movie i really like movies with songs in it because i like Mm -hmm. i love music it's been part of my whole life my family is very musical yeah so and we're very, we're pretty musical. Yeah. When we're not doing this. <laughs> I listen to I listen to a lot of Spotify. And we got a lot of records. Like we have a lot of like yes. vinyl records. But anyways, like so, we're getting yeah, off we're track. We're very into music. So watching a movie that involves music mm-hmm. already is rated pretty high for us. Yeah. But there were things that were a little not off, but like mm-hmm. cliche, I guess you would say. Well, let's let's go into my notes here because my notes are the gospel. Uh, no, 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 no. My no, my notes aren't the gospel. <laughs> he like instantly realized yeah. what he just said. And we're Christians, so <laughs> let's not say that. Um, uh, so the opening really makes you feel for Violet's struggle and mm-hmm. why she wants to pers- uh, pursue this. Yeah. And it's it's shot very well. Yeah. It's it's you're rolling through the credits. There's no like outside voice exposition. You just get to see her life and where she yeah. is, and you know exactly like you're you're you all caught up. Understand it, yeah. And I th- I think they do a good job in telling Violet's story. Yeah. Without like like overdoing without it, without walking you through it, like holding your hand, walking exactly. Um, and I think you really feel for Violet. You you really get invested in her character yeah. very quickly. And I think the first act is it, the first act is my favorite act. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. But I think act one is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. It started off real strong. What do you think? I agree. I really liked I liked the whole movie. Mm-hmm. You were more annoyed by the third act. Yeah. But I I enjoyed the I liked the movie as a whole. Mm-hmm. I'm more, a little more lenient on movies than you are, though. I'm very strict. 
I used to be on <laughs> like, um, but you have to I admit, just go into theaters like Marm's You really do. <laughs> but like I used to be much more lenient on movies. You made me more analytical of them. Mm-hmm. But that's because I have to be able to rate them. Yeah. But like when we first started dating and for a while in our marriage, I went I loved every movie I saw. It didn't even matter. I did like yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So I enjoyed this more a little more than he did, but um Yeah. No, like yeah. that's the thing. I, I we'll liked, get into that in a little bit. I liked the story. I liked the songs they used. Yeah. Um, cuz even the music they used, I'm not a huge fan of that type of music, but I really enjoyed it in this setting. I've been growing into EDM very quickly. Yeah. And you're getting used to it? Yeah. But I still prefer music with like lyrics, which this had, mm-hmm. but a lot of the ones you listen to don't. I have to introduce you to like an artist I just found, uh, Midnight Kids. They only have singles out, mm. but they they're like they're really good. And they have lyrics. They have lyrics. Yikes! Anyway. Like I, any if it has lyrics, then mm-hmm. it's already a step in the right direction. For yeah. Me. Um. By the way, uh, Spotify Midnight Kids, um, found our way. It's a really really good song. I like it. Anyways, but <laughs> let's talk about the soundtrack a little bit. The soundtrack is, and I put this in my notes, it's utilized so well. Yes. I think when they have a good song in here and it's a licensed track, Mm -hmm. they use it very well. And that's why Act 1, going into Act 2, is my favorite. Because it's shot like a music video. Yeah. And it's just like, it's very powerful. Yeah. And it really moves you. Yeah. Um, And the scenes, and I put that in, it's shot like a movie movie video. (laughs) Movie video. Music video. Music video. And you just really feel the power of the songs there. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. Uh, but going into Act 2, into Act 3, the the songs kind of like are taken away. It, it almost changes directions yeah. of where it's going. It, it goes into yeah. like... They have a twist that didn't needed to be there. It was a very it predictable a good, twist. Yeah. It was so predictable and I hated it. <laughs> like, like, and my thing is it wasn't necessary because it did not play into the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. It did not like that. If that wasn't there, the movie still would have made sense. It still would have been a good movie and the end would have been the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like if you're going to put a twist or something on the side there, it has to connect to the rest of the story. Whereas that twist wasn't even really her personality. Mm-hmm. So that was weird. Yeah. that That's just it. Is it like, uh, th- my final note is that the third act I feel like dragged a lot and I think it dragged for me for me personally I've seen a lot of movies mm-hmm. I've seen a lot and I've grown up with movies I've grown up with movies more than video games if that makes any sense which like, is surprising because your mom doesn't mm-hmm. even doesn't watch a lot of movies yeah but I did I know I just I'm just saying like that's like when Blockbuster was a thing, I used to like oh, break Blockbuster. Can we bring Blockbuster back? I used but to live there. The, all that to say is that like because I've seen a lot of movies and mm-hmm. it was such. You know when something's repeating. It was such a repeat. And, I, and I, I'm not going to spoil it, but like I talked you through it and mm-hmm. why it was so repeated. It used the same formula as yeah. these movies usually do when yeah. somebody becomes a star. Okay, so yeah. that's the only thing I'm gonna say. Someone becomes a star too quick. Enter in formula. That's what it does. And but for it only like two seconds. Not for two well, seconds. Not, the entire you know, act. No, but what I'm saying is like usually that's kind of the theme of the whole movie. Whereas yeah. this was just like a part of it. Well, that's the thing. Is that like it wasn't the it exact wasn't the formula theme of the movie, but it was like there, and it's like why is that there? Exactly. And it was just like, like that didn't need to be here. 
Yeah, just enter in that kind of formula. Star coming up too too high, and that's the formula. And it's just like this has been done so many times. Yeah, it's so lazy. And, and that's the thing. That's why I was so frustrated with the third act because it started so strong. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I think act that's why one, you were two. more angry about it because it fizzled out. Yeah, like that's the thing. It's just like it was like lighting a firework, and you just mm-hmm. see it shoot into the sky, and you're waiting for it, and then like. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's my complaint. But the rest of the film is shot beautifully. Yeah, music was done super well. Um, and I'm super impressed with Elle Fanning. Yeah, Elle Fanning. Okay, she speaks Polish, and I'm really, I'm mm-hmm. really curious if she learned Polish for this or if she had each line fed to her in Polish. I I feel like she's going to have a very successful career, mm-hmm. more successful than Dakota Fanning. Yeah, way more. And I think the reason is because Dakota started as a child. She was a child actress who grew up. So it's different. Whereas Elle didn't start till she was a teenager, Mm -hmm. not four years old like Dakota did. Yeah. So let's go into our final ratings. Uh, Liz, out of 10, what did you give it? I gave it an eight. Yeah. Is that what that number is? (laughs) We watched it on Tuesday. Yeah. So it was a while ago. But yeah, I gave it an eight because I, like I said, I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the story. There were just some things that I didn't like. Like we needed the subtitles on for most of the movie. There was a lot of mumbling. There was like a main character. You couldn't understand what he was saying half the time. The only reason I had Adam turn off because it started delay. Like the subtitles were delayed by the speak and that was, that would drive me crazy. Mm -hmm. But that's the only reason we turned them off. But we pretty much needed the subtitles Mm -hmm. to really know what was going on. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, the cliche that didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, those are my reasons. But overall, I enjoyed this movie. I would recommend this movie. Yeah. I'd watch it again. My my Really quickly, and then we'll go into top three gaming news. Um, I gave it a six and a half, which I, I don't think it's like a seven. I don't think it's a six. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's above average. I don't think it's like, oh, that was decent. Yeah. It started off so strong. And because the way the third act presents itself and the direction it goes mm-hmm. i'm just like you could have finished it so well and so unpredictable like the, you had the set up there and yeah it just yeah so that's why i gave it a six and a half because i did enjoy my time mm-hmm. it was just the final act that just like chopped down my score a little bit yeah i, I understand what you're talking about and i enjoyed the music i i loved l fanning in this i I'm coming. I'm becoming like a huge Elle Fanning. Like I said, fan. she's gonna have a fantastic career. Yeah. I th- she reminds me a lot of Jodie Foster in that way. Um, but a better of a career. Yeah, no, she's gonna have a fantastic career. Yeah, like she's gonna have a future that's just gonna like blow passes, and we're not even gonna know. Where I she think came she's from. gonna have. I feel like she's gonna have a career similar to the to um, Anne Hathaway, like yeah. that recognition. I uh, yes, and I you believe know what I mean? so. Like she mm-hmm. might not do. A ton of things and they might not all be amazing mm-hmm. but she's gonna have she's gonna be recognizable like like Anne Hathaway yeah I agree with that I I adore Elle Fanning now I'm a huge fan now like after watching her in all the bright places and this like I've seen her in other like things seeing her versatility in all the different movies that she's done yeah I I've seen her in other things but these two movies like cemented like Elle Fanning yeah. like she's she's my my princess yeah Whereas Dakota play <laughs> tends to play more high strung people yeah. on a regular basis. So we're talking a lot about movies. So let's go into video games. But yeah. again, this is called Teen Spirit. It's on Hulu. Uh so stream it if you want. I we gave it above average. Eight, yeah. six and a half. That average is about seven, seven and a half. 
Um, so definitely check it out. So let's go into our second segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news. This is gaming news that we saw in the past week, and we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the gaming industry. Not like a compiled version, a condensed version. This is Com why you need to mess with your vocal so much. Come on now. Compiled. That was <laughs> I don't know. Um You worry me. Top three gaming news, everybody. <laughs> um Yeah, so uh let's get right into it. We have three pieces of gaming news. It was a big week. Um by the way, so yeah. uh anytime we refer to a certain health issue that's going on in the country right now, um I'm not avoiding saying it because I think it's gonna be offending some people. Uh but we've now come to know in the news of YouTube that uh, YouTube, if you say the name of the certain issue that's going on uh, right now, that they will not flag you, but they'll not push you into the algorithm. So those they'll see it from the automated caption. So yeah. if you hear us like talking about it, we're not ever going to say it. Yeah, no. So so there's a lot of news that came out of that certain issue that's going on in the country right now. Yeah. World, by the way, world. But, you know, YouTube wants to say that, like, no, don't talk about it, even though it's a global event. But no, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Even the Stupid. channels, even the political channels. Well, no, it, let me let me do let me do defend even the political channels. I do agree with you. Um, I, I do understand because they do treat it because. Oh, yeah. People are yeah. treating it like a prank. And yeah. that's why they're not pushing it, because just in case. They say like, oh, we'll, we'll push videos to really talk about this. And then some punk kid is treating it like a prank. Yeah. And they're really no, like, I 100% understand why yeah. they can't. But at the same time, that makes it very complicated for YouTubers. Us, it's one thing. It's, we're only talking about it, how, it, how it's affecting the gaming world. But for like political YouTubers or computer tech mm -hmm. YouTubers, like they're not even talking about it and they're getting flagged. Yeah, like that's so, that's the thing. Is that like, yeah. So again, we'll get right into the gaming you news. Have to decode our podcast. And for those of you who are watching this, like a few years in the future, just research what happened during yeah. this time this year. So I'm being super professional, and I'm texting somebody back, uh, super quick. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> let's just go into the number three gaming news, and. Reggie fils He's back! Hooray! But uh, kind of, sort of. Um, but he's back in GameStop. So he's back from retirement. I was going to say, he came out of retirement for GameStop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he get, he went into retirement of April last year, 2019, he went to retirement. I remember. And he stepped in out of retirement to not be the CEO, because when I first saw the news last week, because top three gaming news mm -hmm. is gaming news that we saw in the past week, and we like good, to rank it three, two, one. Um, but that's the thing is that like I was like, oh wow, he's taking the reins. Yeah. No, he's uh he's, he's part of the board of directors. Say, he's just on the board. Mm hmm. Um. So let's read this quote real quick. Liz, do you want to take the honors? You want me to read it? So yes. Can text. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it's like a, oh I get to read it, but it's only because you're busy. All right. So it says the board of refreshment and governance enhance. And now, wow, that's a name. Announced today, rep, announced today, represent an important milestone in GameStop's transformation as we continue to 
evolve the company's business strategy for long, stop looking at me, for long term <laughs> success. GameStop chief executive George Sherman said they are each highly qualified and bring significant relevant experience to our turnaround. Sorry, there were big words and sometimes I read too fast and I read the wrong word. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, okay, I'm done texting. I'm sorry, everybody. Professional podcast here. Good job. Anyways, um, but yeah, so I like this a lot. Uh, if you read this as a fan of GameStop, it's like high qualified, bringing in significant relevant experience. Reggie fils Yeah. Yeah. If you read this like a business person, uh, what brings the highest selling value to our company? Bringing in high qualified people. What's going to bring our stock back? What's going to bring our investors back? Reggie fils Yeah. Big names in video games. Yeah. There's two other people that were hired. But that's not still not going to make people buy your stuff. But that's the thing is that like you, you, it's great. Reggie fils He's on the board of directors. I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna do a lot though. I don't know because here's the other thing is that the board of directors. By the way, if you work in business, board of directors have a lot of power. Yeah, but they, he's not even the head of board. Like my thing is, he came out of retirement. Yeah, he's not to the head. Not even be the head of the board. Mm-hmm. What? Like you? Re- no, he's serving in the board of. When directors. I retire, I'm retired. I'm done. Yeah. Unless you're gonna pay me a whole lot of money, which I know GameStop does not have. Well, that's the thing is that like um. That's the thing. In my mind, he's not even the head. He's always ha- he's he already has this mindset of I'm retired, I'm done. Yeah. And he's just serving. He's just serving in the board of directors. Yeah. I don't expect a lot of changes. Now, if Reggie became the CEO of GameStop, I would be like, okay, well, yeah. GameStop's not messing around now. Yeah. They're they're coming back into fire. But he just is on the board. Yeah, and like, that's the thing. I I see this more as like. It's a name to put in. Yeah. But not a lot of but value. Like, I, I understand from GameStop's perspective. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't understand it from Reggie's perspective. Why are you coming out of retirement to sit on a board mm-hmm. for a company that has been dying for the past couple of years? Yeah. I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's just um, it, it's cool. It's great. Like, yeah, awesome. Like good Reggie's- for them. They're, they're working on it. They're trying. I just don't understand. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's cool. I, we'll see what comes of it, but I'm starting to think that like they're just putting some famous names into their board of directors, yeah. just trying to get their investors back in and you know raise their stock prices again. Yeah. I hope Reggie does something cool. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, maybe he was bored in retirement. Maybe he was bored. There are people who do that. There are people who retire and they're like, "This is not for me." Mm-hmm. Perhaps I, I'm ready to retire now, and I'm not even 27 <laughs> yet. Yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> What if GameStop called? Now, this joke is not original, by the way. I'm sure someone's already said this. I'm not like, oh, a genius, genius, Adam. But like, what if they called Reggie like, hey, this is GameStop. Like, yes. And like, Reggie, can you serve on the board of directors? He's like, my body is ready. It just says it like that. What? My body is ready. Reggie feeds me. My body is ready. <laughs> just, you don't know that meme? No. I'll show you later. Okay. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> Number two gaming news. Save me, Adam. Um, I'm so, talking to yourself now? Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the number two gaming news. Um, The number two gaming news is actually really, really awesome. So mm-hmm. Reggie is like 
you know, that's awesome. But this one's like revolutionary in uh-oh. <laughs> revolutionary in video game history, by yeah, the way. Yeah, this is amazing. Sony Interactive has filed a patent for a detachable touchpad that writes in Braille. Yeah. In Braille. Like, like this the Xbox adaptive controller has been out. And they're, they've, you know, they've been kind of going into Sony space, not not deliberately, but it's like saying like, oh, you know, we're like, more we're accessible. Helping we're helping people like play video games. Sony just and comes like, out. You of the, just wait, see what we're working on. Yeah, like Sony just comes out of the woodwork and it's just like Braille and just drops the mic. Yeah. Like, how do you beat that? I help a blind person play video games. That's insane. I don't, I don't know if there's a way to beat that. There isn't. Well, okay. Um, there's a lot of like, you know, able gamers really helps out charity. The adaptive controller really helps. And I'm not trying to say that like no one else the really matters. The only way to beat that is if Xbox also made a Braille one on top of their. Like I saw that and ones. I was just like, why hasn't anybody made that yet? Um, so let me read this quote real quick. I'm not trying to discount the adaptive control. I'm not oh, trying to discount no. able gamers. I'm just saying it's like, that's incredible this is cool so let me read this quote from the article all articles are linked down in the description down below by the way um the detachable pad could output braille versions of the on-screen information even including its own little control input to advance through the text it could also create tactile versions of in-game symbols even animate them for example a series of arrows moving upward Across the uh, pad could indicate a piece of gear will improve your stats. The pad will support touchpad feedback, so you could use it to make choices as well as reading through them. And they've already clarified in the patent that this will also work on the PS5. Just. I just, I really want to see this in action. I know. I mean, I'm amazed at Braille in general. It's just, just. That, and anyone who can figure out how to read in Braille, because like I just think that's amazing. But to figure out how to play a video game with Braille, like be like reading Braille and playing with Braille, yeah, that's amazing. Like the brain that did this mm-hmm. should go down in history. Like this should be in a textbook in the future. Yeah, like I like I said, this is going to be in like this should be in the vault of excellent video game history. And video game industry doing something right. Yeah. And it just absolutely blew my mind when I saw this patent and I saw the way it's operating. By the way, if you go in the article, uh, list down below. I just wanted to list the article because someone did write out something really amazing and I want to credit them. But they do link to the patent. Go into the patent and just look at the way this thing operates. It's fantastic. Like, Good for Sony. Like, Wow. And that's the thing is that like they've been really silent about next generation mm-hmm. and then they drop this patent. Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy. I'm, I'm super hyped about it because the only reason I'm so excited about this is that like this is really making video games accessible into the mainstream, which huh, it's going to be my next Saturday video. The next blue screen video is going to be about why the mainstream won't accept video games. And I'll give reasons why. And that's part of the reason is accessibility. Mm hmm. Now it's going to give accessibility to blind people and people with low vision. Pretty much everyone. This is exciting for video game history. It is. Uh, but before I get really sidetracked here, because I read that article and I was just like super pumped. Yeah. Um, 
But let's go into some sadder news. Uh, and this is going to go into our talkie time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just jump into it. Number one gaming news is E3 is canceled. E3 is canceled. <laughs> uh, E3 2020 is officially canceled due to a health issue in the works, which we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah. Even though it's global. But anyways, um, but thank you for our audio listeners, because we can say whatever we want. Well, not whatever we want. But, you know, we could say it. Within reason. would happen. But this is going on YouTube, too. So, ha Got to play the game in the algorithm. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yes, E3 is officially canceled due to concerns over this uh, certain health issue. Um, after discussions with partners, members, the ESA came to the conclusion that this was way too much of a health risk to to do anything. And one week later, a couple days later, yeah. So this happened Wednesday and Friday, uh, the, the president uh, put out a state of emergency, mm-hmm. the entire country. So I'm like, whoa, okay. Um, not that I wasn't taking it seriously before, but once yeah. E3 canceled, I'm like, Okay, and then yeah, because we the, literally said last week, I think. Yeah. That. Yeah. So I want to read this update in the article. By the way, link down below. Um, and this is actually pretty interesting about the future of E3 going forward. Uh, this is an update from the article. I believe Eurogamer. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Adam. Um, in a message sent Wednesday morning, the ESA cited. Growing concerns over the thing uh, is it is a officially canceling this year's Electronic Entertainment Expo. The organization says it's exploring options, exploring options with our members to coordinate with an online experience to showcase industry announcements and news in June 2020. Nothing concrete has been announced on that score. So it's really cool. Um, yeah. They're finding ways to present like other people's work. Yeah, like they're not saying like sorry indie developers, you don't get showcased. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets showcased. Um so it's nice that they're looking for a way to do this online and who knows, maybe it'll help them realize that they don't need the whole big convention. Well, we're going to talk about that in our big old talky time. Big old talky time. But I think this is more devastating for people looking for networking options. Business mm-hmm. transactions. This yeah. is a this is a trade show, by the way. Yeah. I think we as fans think of it. Now I'm gonna like continue this in our talkie time, but yeah. we as fans only think about the showcase, the show, the presentations, the reveals. Yeah. We're not really thinking about the business side. And we're not thinking about people who go to E3 specifically as a trade show yeah. and build up networking and mm-hmm. talking with others. Yeah. And we're seeing it as like, oh, E3 is dead. It, not for this companies. Some businesses that they were depending on the connections. Yeah. So, um, but that's that's going to take us into our final segment. But just to wrap things up, uh, Reggie fils he's back. He's in GameStop. Do you think he's going to do good on the board of directors? Write in the comments down below. What do you think Reggie's going to do for GameStop? I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, in terms of the uh, Sony Interactive uh, publishing this patent for... Uh, Basically, for blind people to read in Braille. What do you think of that? Is that revolutionary? Should this be considered as like a huge step in video game history? Write your thoughts in the comments down below. And E3 2020, I would say write your comments down below, but <laughs> write them about our talkie time because 
we're going to be talking about it. And uh, yeah, write your thoughts in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, subscribe. If you've gotten this far, maybe you should subscribe. Yeah. Cool. So let's just jump into it, into our final segment. Uh, let's go into the, our final segment. <laughs> Jeez. Every single week here on the Games and Groceries podcast, we like to have a little discussion about the gaming industry, whether it be about female gamers, uh, game narratives, or like last week, we talked with uh, Dan from the Greatest Story Ever Played podcast about our ideal Life is Strange 3. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, you know, link up here. Uh, it was a really fun episode to talk about that. Um, Dan's a really awesome guy. Um, I, I am working on... <laughs> fixing our internet so we can bring on more guests yeah the only reason why you know yes i do by the way yes i understand the guests can record on from their end and then send it to me i get that that i get that's an option i get it um but i want to make it as easy as possible for guests to come on mm-hmm. um i'm reaching out to some bigger names uh, i'm not going to say who because one, they haven't responded because I'm just a little peasant boy. And you know, two, like once we get bigger and bigger, I want it to be as easy as possible. I just want to yeah. say, like, listen, if you're interested in coming on, you just hop on Skype or Discord, whatever your preference is. We'll record you from our end. And all you have to do is talk about yeah, the certain topic. Yeah, you don't topic. have to be technical or anything like that. Yeah. Especially if they're not a YouTuber or a podcaster, mm-hmm. they might not have that equipment. So I want to make it as easy as possible, and I'm looking into fixing that internet. That happens every mm-hmm. every other sentence, and I hate it. I don't know why it's happening. Pretty sure it's Comcast uh, screwing with our internet. Probably. Pretty sure, actually. Because they're angry at us because we don't pay them extra for it. Probably. So let's go into it. Uh, this week we're talking about uh, the consequences of E3 being canceled. Um, as we begin, right? Mm-hmm. Was this a wise decision by the ESA in concerns for health? I think we should get that right off the bat. This was a pretty wise decision. Yes, I think it was a wise decision. Mm -hmm. But. All right. So here's my thinking. Okay. On it. This conference is in June. Yes. It's only March. Yeah. I understand that they couldn't. Like, they'd be wasting money if they went ahead with planning it and then had to cancel it, like, in May. Mm-hmm. But what if this health concern is gone out of everyone's mind by June? Yeah. And then this isn't happening because we were so scared way back in March. Okay, time to put in my aluminum hat right here. Conspiracy theory, Adam. Tin coming foil. In. It's tinfoil. Conspiracy theory time. We need to get new effects for you. No, I, I that's my button. Don't don't mess with my button. <laughs> I'm gonna um, it. That's what I'm gonna do. So here's my conspiracy theory. Yes, I agree with you. And a lot of the things that are getting canceled because of this health concern, uh, they're only being canceled up until April. Yeah. And like the MLB, like the like the NHL, the N- NBA. They're, they're canceled for the season because, uh, looky there. MLB's not canceled for season. It's pushed back two weeks. Well, no, that's what I was getting to. You said MLB. Yeah, but I'm getting to the MLB. Like, I I, I lost track, and then I wanted to oh, discuss. Oh, okay, you switched. Yeah, I switched. You said MLB. And I'm going to come back okay. to the MLB. So gotcha. I put the MLB over here, and then I'm going to come back. I'm like, okay. like okay. I pat, okay. Okay. pat it on the head. Okay. 
I gave a little just kiss. Keep, just go ahead. Just go ahead. Um, but the NBA and the <laughs> NHL. <laughs> Let me give it another kiss. Um, but the NBA and the NHL were canceled for the season because their seasons, like their regular seasons, go up until April or May. Yeah. Like like their last games are in April. Like the the finals are in June. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing. The uh, MLB is only delayed till April. Yeah. Um. So, like what you were saying, the E three is done. Like E three starts in June. Yeah. Everything's only getting delayed until April, maybe May. Yeah. Why? Why June? It's because uh, tinfoil hat here. Um. Everybody's been dropping out of E three. Yeah. Including their retail and production partner Jeff Keeley. Mm-hmm. And they're they're starting to lose a lot of traction here. So it's quite convenient. It was a little convenient, and I understand that they 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 saw the they saw the opportunity to say like, listen, it makes sense. This is a health uh, risk. And we it gives are... us a year to figure it out. <laughs> so they, I feel like they took this opportunity to yes, like make a wise wise decision yeah, to it's still a wise health decision and financial because like I said, yeah. they could waste all this money keeping continue planning it mm-hmm. and then still have to cancel it in June. So it's still financially and business good idea. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, that's a couple months away. This most likely, hopefully, isn't around by June. But that's the thing is that, like, um, I think they saw the opportunity and they just said, like, listen, this is all screwed up now. We might as well take this opportunity. It is a health risk. Let's take it off and just, Mm -hmm. you know, make sure that people know it's because of the health concern. But really, it's because we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. So that's my thing. Yeah. I think it's a wise decision, but I don't think it was the main um, reason. Yeah. I think that they they said this is a good opportunity. Yeah. Like it's a good, still a good idea. But I I definitely thought that when you first told me, I was like, how convenient. Because here's the thing. While things were getting canceled, while things were starting to be like, listen, this is a serious situation right now. The ESA, there was reports coming out saying they're like, well, yeah, like I really I know we talked about this last week. Yeah, we not have been on. Was it on the podcast? I think so. Because I remember mentioning saying like they haven't canceled yet and we talked about it. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm pretty sure I reported on it. Maybe not. Uh, we might have talked about it just me and you. But I remember saying like they, E3 they, still on. They, they weren't might, taking it seriously. Yeah. I remember talking about that. We were like, because they even said like, oh, no, we're still staying open. And it's funny that they canceled it after they weren't taking it seriously. Uh, what What's going on right now? Mm-hmm. They weren't taking it seriously. And they only canceled it after I am 8-Bit, their retail and production company, mm-hmm. dropped out. Mm-hmm. And that's so like convenient. That's just like. You see through you, E3. Yeah. And that's the thing. So like, again. Again, wise decision, but yeah, it's not the main motive. Yeah, but I think there were a couple things that played into this decision, and this going, this health thing going on, has given them a good opportunity. I think so to collect themselves over the next year and figure out what they're doing. Now moving forward, because I can talk all day about this. Oh yeah, we could. <laughs> like I honestly could. Um. A lot of people are kind of celebrating on Twitter, on social media, saying like E3 is over party. E3 canceled. Uh, finally, it's, it's just good riddance. Like it's not done forever. But is this actually good for the gaming industry? 
I think it's good if ESA takes this opportunity mm-hmm. to actually sit and think about it this year. Yeah. Of what they want E3 to be in the future. I think this if they take this opportunity to really think about it, mm-hmm. I think it could be good. If they decide, oh, look, the world can live without it. Right. And they're just done. I hope that someone comes in and takes their place to be something like that for Because there's developers. always a need for it. Yeah. E3 serves a purpose. They just need to figure out how to present it in a good way because they are slowly becoming mm-hmm. more and more of a nuisance yeah. than helpful. And that's the thing is that like the ESA is so out of touch with the industry, it mm-hmm. seems. Um, and they're so out of touch with fans, apparently, that they probably do need a year to come back. But E3 being totally obliterated, mm-hmm. I don't think that's really good for the industry. No, because a lo- it does serve a very good purpose mm-hmm. for developers. Um, now, I want to read some of your comments that. Uh, if you follow us on social media, uh, Instagram, it, it's all linked down below in the description, uh, audio and on YouTube. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and we will uh, put out a question about the topic that we're talking about. And I want to hear some of your feedback. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Liz, this this right here. That one? Yeah, that one. Stop moving. Okay. Okay. So, Volt Supreme said they should just do it online. Maybe they are. Roll out the green screens and keep the party alive. And then he has... Uh, looks like a race car? Looks like a... You're going to have to tell me what that is. Maybe it's a race car, but I can't oh, tell no, what it's that... A, it's a little, little squid. Oh. It's a little squid emoji. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, But no, I agree. That's pretty much what we were saying. Like, if they did it online, like, that would be super cool. Like, I feel like that would really unite the gaming industry, especially if this health thing is still going on in June. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... That would really bring everyone in the gaming community together, despite what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but fingers crossed that this isn't a concern in June. Yeah, and that's the thing. So I feel that, like I would be terrified if it's still going on in June. So I want to read some more like other comments. Um, yeah, let me read Andrew Orsi's. Okay, um, uh, Andrew Orsi uh, says that honestly, I think. Oh, by the way, um, it's not Andrew Orsi. It's at Andrew Orsi, but his display name is. Andrew, still here somehow, which I love. Uh, honestly, I think and hope this could be the uh, could be positive. Sucks to lose the biggest gaming event of the year, yeah. Uh, but we also had, uh, but we also had started to put high expectations on E3. This is a chance for companies to find new ways to show upcoming mm-hmm. work without the pressure of creating a large scale scale show. Which is kind of like what Volt Supreme said. They should just yeah. do it online. Like, see what we can do with online without dragging people out and doing things and doing a huge big production like do a full like online show like that could be really cool really cost you cost know, effective cost effective and figure out the trade show part later we can't that the tra- you can't do trade show this year that's yeah. that's for sure but this will at least see what we can do with the online industry mm-hmm. yeah and that's the thing is that like um there's a lot that now here's here's a starting to symbolize that i'm starting to see uh with a lot of people who are talking about this they're really focused on just the show and just the Mm -hmm. um uh, just the reveals and everything but really like what you said there's no trade show this year yeah now there is a quote from uh sean layden who's no longer with sony um 
where he said that I'm not going to pull it up now because I don't know what to search for. But uh, Sean Lanning basically said that he skipped E3 for the first time because he said we were going to a trade show with no trade. Mm-hmm. Like E3 lost its touch somewhere. Yeah. Where people were doing business things, but it wasn't really on the show floor. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like Sony was disappointed that there was a trade show with no trade. And we're only focused on as fans to say yeah. that there's no E3. Oh, how are we going to get our reveals? Uh, calm down, everybody. We'll get our reveals. Yeah. All like, the major companies have online platforms. Right. Um, and that's the thing is that like everybody gets coverage and even indie people can get coverage somehow. Uh, YouTube yeah. exists. Yeah. It's the trade show. It's the business side. It's networking. Uh, I was even talking to, um, I forget who I was talking to, but they, they go to E3, uh, yeah, as, as a consumer, but also like to build networking. Yeah. In fact, you know, just to share a little bit, um, Long Island Retro Expo, the greatest retro expo ever. Boom. Long Island Extra, um, Long Island Extra Expo. Long time, Long Island Retro Expo. There you go. Um, that that's where we met Eon Gaming. If if you listen to that episode, uh, Eon Gaming, we we talked a lot, and uh, they were super cool guys. I haven't talked to them in a little bit. I, I should text say, them. We haven't talked about them in a while. I I should text them. It's been a it's been a hot minute. Catch up. Yeah, really cool dude, and we yeah. like really hit it off. And they came on the podcast. Like that's how we met them, and that's where they introduced us to. Uh, to limited run games and then we had them on there's a lot of things that yeah. you meet certain people in fact um uh that's how eon gaming met bob wolf bob mm-hmm. wolf was at another convention another event and they introduced you to bob wolf i did girl a little bit i was so nervous like, <laughs> he was so cute i was trying to be a businessman and be like hi bob i'm shaking in my boots right now <laughs> i forget what i asked him i was like hey bob how's the switch coming along and i just like you were adorable. I wanted to take your picture with him. And then I was like, no, he's trying to be professional. I'm trying to be. But I, I know he really wanted to take a picture with him. But that's the thing is that you meet really awesome yeah. people at these events. You you network a lot. Um, and I think the trouble is finding that human interaction when you don't have an E3. And that's yeah. what's going to really make a ripple effect mm-hmm. in the in the company. Now, uh, do you want to read Nikki's answer, by the way? Sure. So Nikki says... For big companies, it isn't much trouble. They get enough hype on their own and don't need a big event for that. For indie devs, on their on the other hand, it could be a little different. They need the exposure they might get from events like that, yeah. which is pretty much what we've been saying, mm-hmm. that the big companies, they can figure it out. It's the indie devs that might have a little bit of a harder, harder time, but with the circumstances we are in right now, I'm sure there are big names on YouTube, yeah. like a lot of youtube game like gaming youtube channels yeah who would happily if someone contacted them saying hey can you talk about my game because i don't have we were supposed to be at e3 and that's not happening i'm sure there are plenty of people on a platform that would love to help them yeah and that's the thing is that like and and keep in mind that indie uh people that kind of funny games at an e3 press conference but they didn't kind of funny games doesn't have to be at e3 yeah uh, cause that's where he found out about, um, uh, Adam's ascending mm-hmm. is that they were showcased at, uh, E3 through kind of funny games, but kind of funny games had the platform there. Yeah. And you could argue that like, well, kind of funny games had the platform of E3 and that's really boosted them up. And I agree with you there, but 
it kind of funny games already has that platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I agree with you, Nikki, that big companies, it's it's no problem for yeah, them. Yeah, we're not concerned about them. Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, like it doesn't matter. Like yeah. it doesn't matter for for them to be at E3 because yeah. they, they have other options. They have the budget and they're mm-hmm. fine. But indie devs, however, who's going to hear about them? Yeah. Um, even speaking as a as an independent developer of a podcast, um, who's going to hear about us? If somebody shouted us out in E3, like that, that would be awesome. But who's hearing about games and groceries as an indie dev? Mm-hmm. Nobody. But that's where that you know platform comes in. Um, but you know, it is kind of troubling for indie devs. But again, we're we're only talking about the reveals here and talking about. Uh, certain games and i want to read the last we only got four answers so i might as well read all of them um this is coming from jm gamecast uh, underscore matt on instagram who says uh only downside could be that e3 will no longer be needed and we're mm-hmm. going to talk about this in a second everything could be done online now the big companies will have no issue with getting people to watch them E3 used to be good, and I looked forward to it, but big names have been dropping off the past few years now. And I agree with yeah. you, again. And that goes back into what we were saying before. Like, yes, the show itself, we can live without at this mm-hmm. point, because really, who's presenting anymore? Right. And what what are we really getting out of the show? Mm-hmm. But it's mostly the trade show that this is going to hurt the most. Yeah. And that, that's the part, is that like everybody that you talk to about e3 getting canceled they really focus yeah. on like unless you actually attend e3 yeah you'd, you're only thinking about the show but you know you know the trade part of it when you attend it i should have asked somebody to come on the show as a guest to be who's been to e3 oh well yeah oh well but it's a little out of nowhere we just decided on this topic like when they announced it and plus i got self-conscious with our internet and i was like ah, don't ask anybody um there's a guest who agreed on and i'm nervous about bringing them on and having that but uh, we'll work that out later yeah but uh nervous in the terms of like i want to make sure that everybody can hear them um but anyways so uh yeah and that's the thing is that people only focus on how am i gonna get my reveals now how am i gonna get yeah in fact here's another thing uh big problem with 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 your boy uh, Jason Schreier <laughs> later revealed that I can report Jason Schreier, not me, Adam. Um, he reported that if E3 was going to go on, Warner Brothers is going to go and reveal their next Batman and Harry Potter game. There's going to be a Harry Potter game. I love Harry Potter. Harry Potter. But. have you Wait, before you answer, have you played Chamber of Secrets? No, can I can I finish what I was saying? Okay, I was about to say, were you going to say that? Like, I wasn't say Harry Potter games are bad. Okay, good. I was saying yeah. I love Harry Potter, but this sounds bad. Harry Potter ended when I was in high school. Yeah, but you don't want any more Harry Potter. I want more Harry Potter movies. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you're making a video game about a movie that isn't like it's. <laughs> It's not new anymore. Yeah, but... Unless you're doing a Fantastic Beast game, then you can call it Fantastic Beast game mm-hmm. in the Harry Potter universe. But that's Fantastic Beast. Harry Potter. Fantastic so wait, you would accept a Fantastic Beast movie before another universe of... No, I want a Harry Potter movie. You said a Harry Potter game. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, you would accept a movie over a video game that takes place in another universe. Each movie takes place in a different 
uh, side story in the Harry Potter universe, but you would accept a, a new movie over a new video game. Yes. Why? Because the you can't. Why? I wouldn't call it a Harry Potter video game. I would call it a Fantastic Beasts video but game. But it's not because it's a different. I understand it's in the same universe, but it's a different franchise. Yeah. No. But like. No. 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 Not no. a different franchise. But like, it's a different series. But that's the thing, though. Like, what if like Fantastic Beasts? Right. Yeah. It was a prequel, essentially. But what if like we got another like piece of the universe through a video game? Like okay. it's like fantastic. I piece. understand. Get yep. Get when I'm. I understand. Kind of like how Star Wars video games happen. I understand. Now. You know what I mean? That I might accept, but then I'd still want a movie version because, <laughs> because like that's how I experienced Harry Potter for the first time. Oh, uh, and that's what's gonna go into my Saturday video. That's part of my script. I'm gonna be. Oh, oh, um, um, oh. What was that one show? Like you said, the word of the day. Um, uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. I didn't watch that. No. <laughs> Pee-wee's Playhouse. I didn't watch it. Oh, no. She's at the word of the day. That's going to be my Saturday video. But anyway, but that's yeah. that's what I mean. Like, I experienced the movies for, like, that's how I experienced Harry Potter for the first time. I didn't even read the books till I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So I would still rather it in a movie. Yeah. And that, I mean, and that's, I, I, I don't hide that. Like, I prefer to take most of my media content in through movies. And that's gonna be my Saturday video. I know why. Why I'm it's helping. not. Accept- yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's already in my script writing. Um, why it's not accepted in the mainstream. Yeah. You no, know, a little spoiler alert. Um, I'm part of the problem. <laughs> not part of the problem, but part of the problem of video games. But yeah, we'll get into that in the but next. Yeah. So I didn't know what you meant by like it's an extra part. Like I thought it was yeah. just. I don't know. I was imagining like the making like something based on the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Now I'm like that's stupid. But that's the I thing. I understand is, now. I take back my comment. But that's the thing is that like there was going to be some major reveals in the next Warner Brothers games, including yeah. another Harry Potter universe game, and that's been. But that's the thing. Also, a modern day Harry Potter game would be interesting. They might have been that. You don't know. I'm not out. I was. I was. Um, I was thinking of a different mm-hmm. subject. That's all. You have wait. Uh, wait, go go back. You haven't played Chamber of Secrets. I haven't played. The only Harry Potter game I've ever played was that one on the Wii that my family had that you used. Oh, no. That's Order the Phoenix? O- yeah, I think that's ah. the only video game I played of Harry Potter. Order of Phoenix was terrible. Anyways. My family had corny video games. Sorcerer's Stone, uh, Chamber of Secrets, and Prisoner of Azkaban, the video games, were the most clutch video games back in the day. Well, you'll have to show. And it was published by EA. You'll have to show them to me. Yes, I'm going to have to get so off subject right now. I know, but I need to like reiterate that if you haven't played the first three Harry Potter games, you're no longer my friend. Also play Sims. Also play Sims. And Life is Strange. And Life is Strange. Um, But here's the thing. (laughs) Like, I, I think we only affect like, okay, we don't get to see that Harry Potter game. Oh no! But they could still show it. Well, that's what I'm getting yeah. to. Yeah, like uh, you, you're not going to see it in in E3. You're going to see it. What I keep you're going to reveal the thing I keep thinking is yeah. that everyone's like, "Oh, we're not getting our reveals," even though Fallout mm-hmm. 76 Look. was horrible. Yeah, and a complete letdown. Apparently, Maddie says that the Wasteland DLC fixes it. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean, trust it at all. I trust Maddie. Though. I trust Maddie, but I still don't trust. That game in yeah. general, and I don't even play it. If you're watching, but Maddie, anyway, thanks again. Okay, ah, telling ah, story. The abuse. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but do you remember <laughs> the reveal of that? 
Yes. How they went, they spent weeks, like they put out a picture right. of a countdown. Mm-hmm. They put out a countdown. They like yeah. did all these things that got everyone so excited. They're like, and what it is it? It was not part of any kind of E3. It or wasn't part of anything. They just did it on their own. That's how they marketed it. And what's stopping someone from doing that on here? Mm-hmm. Like with this situation. And that's just Bethesda. That wasn't even like yeah. Microsoft or anything. So that's what I'm saying. Like everyone's like, oh, I don't get my reveals. Do you not follow your the your favorite game mm-hmm. things online? Like, go look at their YouTube channel. I'm sure they're gonna have something. Look at their Twitter. Follow them on Twitter. I promise you, they'll have something. They're not gonna not release their game because they can't present at E3. You sound very aggressive to these people who are concerned. <sighs> you sound incredibly aggressive towards Nikki, who just once reveals. Nikki is a treasure. On the podcast. I know. I'm not. I know. I'm not. I know. I'm just saying you're still going <laughs> to get your reveals. Everyone needs to calm down. You're going to get your reveals. Just not. You're going to have to look for it. Tell Nikki she's a treasure. Nikki, you're a treasure. Thank you. And I love you and your drawings and the memes you make of us because they're hilarious. Like I laugh at work when I shouldn't. Thank you, Liz. That's all I wanted to hear. Although you're talking for her. <laughs> um, what if I just made her laugh on my rant? Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> um, But yeah, like. I think we should be more concerned about the effects of the games industry, um, people who need that coverage, people who need those partnerships mm-hmm. that they find in E3. And yes, they can find it in impacts. Sure, they can find it in like the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo. Which everyone should go to. Everyone should go to. Um, I almost I almost met Jake Baldino. No, you did not almost meet. You could have met. We found I out was he in his was present. We found out he was there after the fact, and I have a feeling I know who because I because I, he was I, the Red Star. Um, yeah, the Red Star Wars person. Um, he, you thought you think Red he was, Guards? I thought he was the furry. No, he wasn't the furry. He was the you Red Guard. Know that because we didn't see him. I was like I was in wow big motorcycle, but that's the thing is that like I could have met Jake Baldino. We could have been buddies, and that's the thing that all could have happened. But that's why he. But dresses that's, up so you don't talk to him. <laughs> that could have happened. He wants to just enjoy the... the Jake, if you're listening to this, can we be buddies? Thank you. No. Um, but that's the thing. Is that like... Uh, can we be boys? Anyways, so... No, that's true. I forgot about the Star Wars characters. No, that's the thing. Is that like... Because we were in the same vicinity, like we could network, we could meet new people, we could be friends with like all these like great creators. Yeah. And that only happens by going to these conventions. There are reveals in all of that... Can, yeah, and like, we don't even have a table. Like this is just us walking around talking to people. Yeah, and that's the thing is that like uh, all these things, like like what Volt said, it can all be done digitally. It's not that big of mm-hmm. a deal. Even people who have a bigger platform, like Kind of Fun and Games, can help the indie devs. That's not my main concern. My main concern is that a lot of people who are in the gaming industry uh, count on GDC for networking options, for partnerships, count on mm-hmm. uh, E3, count on PAX. They, they count on these things so everybody can gather together and it's, meet new people yeah. and network. And per, like sometimes, you know, the, the greatest things that happen in the gaming industry happen at these events, and they yeah. happen behind the scenes that us fans don't even know about. Yeah. So, like, I can say if LI Retro didn't happen this year for some reason, mm-hmm. That would be a hit for us in yeah, a would. small way because we have plans. Yeah. You know, and, and we do meet a lot of people and we do make that's the we one made a ton of connections last year. That's the one time of year where we get to like see playable characters podcast again. Yeah. Like in person. Like we always talk yeah. online, but like 
Um, I wouldn't say always. Brian McGinnis, you know, he neglects me, but um, you know, that's the one. But time. that's when we hang out with them. Yeah, that's when we just all hang out and like. Yeah. Last year we we like all just chilled out, um, and and just watched um Bit Brigade. Yeah, that was good. Except for my legs were tired because it was the end of a long day. Yeah. Like I walked around the fair and then I stood there for like an hour listening to music, so my legs hurt a little bit. But it's also the one time of year where these gaming industry yeah. like titans can finally like yeah. get together because the gaming industry is so busy. But the one time of year they can get together and there's so many things behind the scenes that we don't know about. And rolling smoke barbecue. Only at Long Island Retro. Only at Long Island Retro. And if you go, you definitely need to have them because they're the best. Expensive, yeah. but oh, so good. But uh, yeah, like, well, it's Long Island. Um, but yeah, it's just like that's the thing. It's behind the scenes that we're not uh, recognizing it's behind the scenes that's going to affect the gaming industry it's behind the scenes that mm-hmm. with gdc e3 packs already happened um but if all these things were canceled out mm-hmm. the reveals can all be done online don't worry yeah. about that it's really like how this is going to affect the games industry if somebody doesn't meet you know a certain person like who knows like how many hires like how many people were hired yeah. That, you know, produced your favorite video game and they all networked in these kind of conventions. Yeah. That's how the ripple effect will happen if E3 and all these things go away. The 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 reveals could go away, could go digital. But to do away with the conventions mm-hmm. could have a ripple effect that we don't even realize. I'm sure there are YouTubers mm-hmm. who gain sponsors. Yeah, yo, from yeah. these conventions. I almost got sponsored from G Fuel. Like they were like, Adam, you're so handsome. Like they actually G Fuel was at Long Island Retro. I know. And, and they probably would have. And they were like, Adam, you're so handsome. Can we sponsor you? I'm like, no, G I Fuel. I ignored that table like the plague. Yeah, I, I don't want G Fuel. <laughs> I just want uh Bai to sponsor me, please. Um, but that's the thing, is that like a lot of these things. All I keep thinking about is like I didn't I haven't been texting uh Josh, you know. Dang it. Uh I'm a bad friend. But that's the thing. Like I, I consider us friends, so um I should text him, you know, after this. But you should. yeah, he's my boy. Both the Joshes. Both the Joshes. But yeah. Um but that's the thing. Is that like uh there's there's just a lot of things that we're not realizing, we're not seeing. Um, and yeah, it's devastating for us, the consumers, that we don't get to see these big mm-hmm. mon- monumental events. And they are. They're events. But there's things that we don't even see. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to end things. Yeah. I don't think that's a more, uh, there, there's not much more we to say. We might have gotten a little off topic, but hopefully it was entertaining for you guys. And definitely check out the um, the the first Harry Potter games. They're one of my favorites of all time. Chamber of Secrets especially is my all-time favorite. We should watch Harry Potter tonight. Or uh-huh. here's an idea. We go over to uh, the retro gaming store that I'm not going to say, and then people will dox us, and then we go find uh chamber of secrets well, and we no, play it i was just gonna say that oh. if we end up not being able to go to work at one point we should just watch all the harry potter movies because we have them all in 4k now we haven't watched them there's no chance we're getting off of work though you don't know that oh i know that i know our boss and there's I no know. way our boss like literally does not care yeah he cares about us doesn't care about what's going on which um, I know a lot of people who they lost their jobs because of this, and it's devastating because they don't get paychecks. Yeah. And but, now, yeah. now me being like, yeah, sure, I don't want to work, 
but I also like to get paid, so I appreciate that my boss... I can work from home, technically. I can't. No, you can't. No, I, I can't. Can. Uh, but that's the thing, is that, like, I appreciate that my boss continues to employ me. Yes. So... I'm just saying that right now. He's not even listening to this podcast. I'm just saying this out of the out of the just goodness so of my heart. you guys heart. know, we appreciate our boss. Yeah. We are taking this seriously. We're not just like, we're awake off of work. We I just, just, my legs we hurt. We're just tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we don't want to use our vacation time to do it. Uh, but that's just it. Uh, any other thoughts about this? No. Nope. Um, but yeah, um, this is a good conversation, I think. Good job. Well, I got half. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing is that um, the, the, this is devastating for the consumers. But I want to hear your thoughts in the comments down below. Uh, what do you think? Like, is this a lot more devastating than we actually, like, put into the radar? I want to hear your comments and your thoughts. Do you disagree with me? That's cool. Write in the comments. Do you agree with me? That's really cool. Write in the comments down below. And, again, if you got to the end of this uh, section... Uh, definitely hit that like and share button. If you did enjoy this episode, give it a like. If you did uh, really enjoy it, share it with a friend who also would like to know about Games and Groceries. Mm -hmm. uh, if you would like to contact me directly, contact at gamesandgroceries.com is the best way to do it. It's email. Uh, you know, message me on Twitter, whatever. Uh, I want to talk to you. Definitely. You know, if you listen to the podcast, definitely come over and chat. Uh, I definitely appreciate it. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to the channel so that you know when all these episodes come out. Any other, anything else? No, I think you did a good job with that. Cool. So we thank you for listening to this week's episode. We hope you have an excellent week. Have a safe week. Bye.